definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's the end of the bench, as you just heard here on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. A busy Friday here in the LBK. Another nice day out there as we're in downtown Lubbock here at the First United Bank Studios. The Visual Edge IT hotline is 806-771-0973. And you can get to us through the Yates Flooring Center chat line on the 100.7 The Score mobile app presented by Happy, 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 Happy Joy Joy State Bank. What's up, David Collier? How you doing, Hacks? And your friendship blues? Yeah, my friend. Uh, and Jamie told me one day that he wore he wears his blues on Tuesdays and Fridays. Obviously, you know, basketball season makes sense. Okay. So I told me maybe avoid wearing the blues because we have a, the exact same jacket. He was wearing blue today, but it was not this one. I checked on TV beforehand because I don't think I've worn this one all week. But yeah, got the uh, friendship blue on without meaning to because I'm not going. Oh, man, load up and go, dude. Just enjoy it. I will probably try to get Tuesdays because we played with so many of those girls that will be senior night for them next week. Mm. uh, The trip to Odessa. Yeah. 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 The wind's supposed to really kick up, too. Really? Yeah. Um, Supposed to have some, uh, I think it's going to be a dust day once uh, we get to afternoon, evening. So um, I'll be taking the boy to his scrimmage tonight. As they're getting close to their hoop season through friendship, and um, I gotta get the boy haircut. He looks like Beebs. I keep calling him (laughs) Beebs. But that's not like, you know, normally I think that would be an insult to most. And, you know, you'd wanna go get your haircut. Um, It's not an insult to him because he doesn't know Beebs. So he doesn't? Uh, No, no. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, he's 12. What do you got? You got something already? No, well, I'm dealing with issues, but I'm good. You're good. Oh, am I? Yeah, am yeah I, you're good. Am I bad again? No, you're good. No, oh you are God. good. He's bad? 100% you're good. What's wrong it with him? It was Collier for just like a second, but... Yeah, we fixed, we fixed the issue, I think. I quit. <laughs> um, Wish there was some football this weekend, but there's there's not. What are you talking about? It's the Pro Bowl flag football game this weekend. Yeah, I saw dodgeball last night. Did you, did see, you see the dodgeball? Did you see who the most accurate NFL quarterback in the league is? Uh-uh. They played. I I will say this. I watched for a second. I did not watch the end. Um, but uh, they had the skills competition, and the uh, the champion of the skills competition, none other than. Baker Mayfield. Really? The most accurate quarterback in the NFL. That's what we're going to call him the rest of the year. The most accurate quarterback in the NFL per the Pro Bowl games skills showcase. Baker Mayfield. I will say this. I really did not watch any. I didn't see that he won. Uh, My wife told me that he won. But whatever the punt return thing was, uh, like it was like they basically a guy had to hold a ball and he would catch a ball and it, what it looked like he had to hold all of them, so they would they would punt the ball the guy would catch it 
and he would hold another ball. And I think a guy caught like six balls, and he was holding six balls. That seemed entertaining to me. The rest of it, not so much. I saw Derrick Henry throwing missiles um, and dodgeball, and that's about all I saw. From yeah, it. there wasn't much. Uh, it's one of those deals where I was like, oh, this is going on. I, I didn't even know it was going on. I just wanted to let you know that the most accurate quarterback in the NFL this season, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Um, now everybody wishes my microphone cut out. Yeah, yeah. So can we kill his microphone over there? Uh, do you see the uh, Texas Tech athletic uh, department cleared 146.8 million in 2023? Yeah, and I feel bad because I saw the story late—not last night, but I guess they put it out late uh, yesterday—and I saw it, but I just didn't have the energy to read it. <laughs> I mean, I saw the number. I know that sounds horrible, but I was like, I know Don put together something really great here, and I feel bad, but I just. I don't. I saw Don at Rudy's last night. Really? Yeah. We we never talk. I don't think it's anything personal. Yeah, I just, he... just would never say a word to each other unless it's like, hey, yeah, <laughs> that's the most I've ever talked to Don. No, you have to. Uh, you have to start the conversation most of the time with Don. Okay. And and if he wants, he has, he has to be in the mood to talk. But he can talk your ear off if, uh -huh. if he's interested. In having a conversation. With okay. You. No, it's uh, you have to work your way to it though, because I would use I used to just try to make him talk, and it took the longest time before he actually did talk. You know, it's like I'm not talking to that kid. I'm not talking to that kid. And then yeah. I got old, and he's like, okay, he's the only other old guy. I guess I got to talk to him now. Eight years I've been around, and uh, all of a sudden, right at the end, we're you know starting to pack things up. Uh, I saw him. And Wes Bloomquist went over and talked to him, and uh, but yeah, I was like, man, you know, that's just kind of kind of weird because I know he's a legend, and uh, and uh, instigator for AP Top Twenty Five uh, voting for other yeah, schools, yeah. <laughs> and he loves that. He does. Yeah. He loves sticking it to people. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean. I think it's funny that people give him so much grief because, you know, a guy in Orlando has no clue how much time Don watches stuff. Don DVR stuff and goes back and watches it all the time. He will watch a Rangers game. If it's an afternoon game and he's not watching, as soon as he gets home, he's watching that game mm -hmm. from start to finish. He he watch, he he combs through so much stuff. So do I think he's off base on some things from time to time? Yeah, but I know he's done the research Everybody for us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll look at our picks from yesterday and already uh, after doing a little more research on Cincinnati going, eh, probably shouldn't have went that big with the score against the Bearcats. Yeah, but he does he does the work. So it's funny when these people just go crazy on him. It's not like just some random kid that just started doing it and is a know-it-all. Yeah, I'd say he's a veteran if there ever was one. Um, uh, anyway, we we went on the Don Williams tangent. The, that's good news, though, making all that money, especially, you know, given the times, right, and the uh, the uncertainties of a conference. Uh, I mean, I know it's changed over the last year, but you got to feel good at the direction the Red Raiders are going, going into the new look Big 12. Yeah, that's a good sign. Uh, we had a great crowd last night at Rudy's. It was packed. Uh, they have to be thrilled with the Thursday night crowds that we've delivered. 
um, because it was slammed in there and the line was long and got to hear from Grant McCaslin and Buff, Kellen Buffington, mm-hmm. the general manager of Texas Tech basketball. So weird to say. <laughs> yeah, the GM. So um, coach is uh, excited and looking forward to getting back out there. And he detailed some of the strengths and weaknesses and all the things that they're going through to try to be the best basketball team they can. They're off to obviously a terrific start. If they get a win tomorrow, they'll be six and two in conference play. It's a huge, huge game. We'll break that down and give you headlines coming up. Got a new segment at 945 here on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Yep, it is what you need to know here on this Friday. We've made it all the way to the weekend close. Um, watching a video of a, um, a javelin. A javelin can be dangerous. Remember that uh, that old, it was in a montage where that sticks in, yeah, the, guy's sticks in the guy's arm. <laughs> uh, this guy threw it 93-90 and the cameraman... And it's a, it's a set camera, like you would see at a football game. He's at about ninety-five. So this record javelin throw lands two feet in front, in front of, him. of him. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. It's bad enough. It's shooting a football game and realizing how stupid we are. Standing our ground with a foot, a couple football players barreling at you. Imagine that just right. Uh, my weekend guy, the other a couple weeks ago, he was shooting the uh, shot put at the indoor facility uh-huh. and where they have him stand us at the end of the thing. And he was like, I was afraid it's going to hit me. I was like, You're pretty far away, dude. Uh, the guy throws it that far, they're probably going to let you know. Yeah, incoming. Incoming. Uh, We have basketball incoming tonight. Friendship basketball games will be on Double T 97.3 at Odessa High. Man, it seems like Schwa is traveling crazy. Yeah. Cooper girls and boys on 100.7 the score at Abilene High. And then Liberty will be on 93.1 Texas. If They'll be playing shallow water. 6.30 6.30 and 7.30. Tomorrow, Lady Raider basketball begins at 12.30 against Cincinnati. And then the men will take on Cincinnati and we'll start myself and Chris Level on uh, Double T 97.3 at 4 p.m. So you a lot of hoops coming up today, tomorrow. Sunday's pretty open, but next week it gets crazy with all the hoops that's going to be on. Um, New Mexico State player uh, took a big time cheap shot last night against uh, one of the uh, one of Lucas's Liberty Flames. Um, New Mexico State Robert Carpenter. There was a uh, loose ball, and it was loose for just a little while. It ended up being a rebound, and. As they started to go the other way, because I just saw this video, as they started to go the other way, um, Robert Carpenter 
jacked Shiloh Robinson in the face. Um, Carpenter was issued a flagrant foul two and quickly thrown from the game. It was a really bad cheap shot. Um, and um, I know people across basketball, I think, like Jason Hooten, but I don't. I never have. I think he's an idiot. And uh, one of his guys did an idiotic thing by taking that. Uh, I mean, it was right to the jaw. Oh, yeah. And the guy was going, I mean, it wasn't like a, you know, like just like a, that was a punch. Like it was. Yeah. Really... A little right cross. Got out of control. Yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid, I watched this happen. Um, he got his knee landed on. He was on the ground going for a loose ball, which I was impressed with, by the way, because he's a huge man. And uh, he got down on the floor trying to get the loose ball, rolled over, so his back was on the floor. And then uh, it was uh, Jonathan Kaminga who fell on his leg, and he had to leave the game. And it turns out he's got a uh, lateral meniscus injury in his left knee. So he'll be out for a little while getting treatment. And uh, he's out for tonight against Utah. It's going to be the 13th game already that Embiid has missed. Also in, in the Big 12, uh, Bryce Thompson tore, was it labrum? Shoulder, I think. Uh, against Kansas. Uh, the Oklahoma State guard, their best player, the hits keep coming for the Cowboys as he's going to be out uh, maybe for the season. Surgery. Yeah, he's going to have to go under the knife. So he he's probably done. Uh, I think he has one more year of eligibility after starting his career at Kansas. Been around a long time. Average is probably, I think, 13-ish. Uh, good player. Torn labrum out for a while so that even further weakens the cowboys who are already weak you can hit us up on the eighth flooring center chat line we'll take your thoughts and comments there as we move towards noon here today new segment coming up at 9 45 that i'm excited about i'm looking forward to it well it involves you so uh, I, I hope so jiggle it again uh-oh poor call here mic check one two three I uh, got this from the Ace Flooring Center chat line. Any Andre jokes, hacks? I got to be honest. I, my Andre meter was pegged last night. He again came up in the middle of the show during a break and started speaking to where I couldn't hear a word he was saying. It was just that just broken English. And then he wanted to help, and all the food was gone for the most part. And I just said, Andrea, you don't even have to work tonight. Just go ahead and just get get yeah. a plate of whatever's left and leave me alone. I, I couldn't take him. You could have gotten the uh, Victor Locken scouting report from Andre. Yeah. From, they're both Russian. Yeah. I mean, Is it Locken? I think it's Locken, yeah. 
I just Andre meter was pegged. We'll go with Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you sounded kind of like Boss Hog there too, for, or not? No, not Boss Hog. Uh, uh, Cooter, yeah, Cooter. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh. Met Mac and Buff last night. Seemed like two very genuine guys. Mac even talked to and played with my 18-month-old twins for a few minutes. Great time and great show last night, Hacks. I'm glad you had a good time. And um, yeah, that's one thing that uh, Coach McCaslin, you know, he um, he went about 30 minutes, and then he was actually there after I'd torn down <clears throat> finishing up some some media matters with Wes, but still it was seven you know, twenty and he was still there. So he's greeting mm-hmm. all the fans and talking to the Raider Riot members that yeah. were there and and talking to the fans and taking pictures and it's amazing, you know, because I think at the start of those shows we hadn't played a single conference game. First conference game, you beat Texas. So he went from kind of a, hey, coach, yeah, to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, it, it's, it is an interesting thing to think about from, I, I would imagine, from his angle. Because, like, he got tons of love last night. Like, he, he showed up while I was talking. So for the first 20 seconds of the show, yeah. I was there by myself, yeah. which happens. You just you just well, talk. Yeah. Talk, give the record, give the specials, you know, and then coach eventually arrives. About 20 seconds in, he walks through that back door and the crowd just goes nuts. You're like, "Well, at least I know I'm not filling anymore." Yeah, uh, no don't don't need to fill. Um, but it, it's got to be interesting from his angle because like if you flip that record in the conference, if you went instead of five and two and you went to two and five, it'd be a completely different reception. Yeah. You know, like it wouldn't these, be one. Yeah. These people love me because um, my guys have scored a few more points than the other teams in the conference. And if they hadn't have, then I'd be getting no love. You know, it's just yeah, an interesting part of sports. I'm sure he appreciates it, but I don't think it affects him because the way they preach everything, you know. After the game the other day, he was asked about the next. He was like, I don't even know who we're playing next. And you're like, ah, you probably do. But I get, yeah, yeah. I get, the, <laughs> I, well, I get that, the sentiment. I got the standard. You know, I was like, was that the toughest two-game stretch of the year at OU, at TCU? Uh, every two-game stretch <laughs> is our toughest. So I got a little, little coach speak there. Yeah. Um, this on the chat line. I loved Grant's answer last night when asked about how he liked Lubbock. Yeah, that was good. Really good stuff. It gave me chills. He he drilled that answer for sure. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's hour number two of the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score. 100.7 The Score.com. And the First United Bank Studios here in downtown Lubbock, Texas, 
where we'll be with you until noon and hand you off to the bottom line. And uh, those guys will, uh, I'm sure, be entertaining today as they always are. Uh, I'm going to go check out some baseball this weekend. You got some scrimmages going on. Texas Tech? Mm-hmm. When? Oh, just inner squads. Okay. That kind of deal. Still worth a watch, though. I, I went to the first day of practice thinking I was going to get to watch some stuff, and I did. I got to watch rain. Got over there. I kept asking uh, Andrew Stern, the new sports information guy for Texas Tech baseball, you sure you guys are going to practice? Yeah, they're out there. They're taking BP right now. We're going to scrimmage right afterwards. Started to drive over there. You know, it's raining right now, right? Ah, it's just sprinkling over here. Yeah, we're good to go. Got over there. Got some good video of rain. Tim Tadlock standing there watching. They went through BP a little bit. And I think Tim said the other day that they they made it uh, they made it about 10 minutes or something like that. And they're like, okay, we, we're shutting this down. So I didn't get to see as much as I had hoped for. I got really wet, though. Well, they are uh, doing some fine-tuning. This uh, Talking to Coach Tadlock before, uh, around this time of year, it's a pretty pressure-filled time because you never know how much outside work you're going to be able to get in. Uh, the weather, I think, has been, for the most part, um, good enough to go out there. But you're pressed for time because – you get to February 1, and you know you've got to have basically your best ready to go because you're playing some of the best. And so uh, be patient with with baseball. When you start and you're starting a big league ballpark and trying to figure out your new pitching rotations and position players, which I think they've got pretty much figured out, um, still, this process right now, this time is a stressful time for coaches. Yeah, you can't get like you said, you can't get work in. You know, it's it's coming quick. You got to make sure everybody's. I guess I don't know how early on they work through that and make sure, like you said, pitchers are ready for essentially their rotation. But that's why you know they do that stuff, and I just watch the games and tell you mm-hmm. what happened. No, I that it. If I have time, I would go out there and watch. It's that's uh, that's to be determined, though. Got to hang out with the kiddo this weekend. Haven't seen him that much. My wife is going with the uh, other ladies in the house to a softball tournament in Midland. Mm. Just a down and back, pretty yeah. much. But like playing in one, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. She's got a all-female team here in Lubbock. They got the cool jerseys and going to go play in that. So that's leaving me and the boy, yeah, me and the yeah. donk. He's all about going to watch baseball, too, I would imagine. Yeah, and he he's loves going to the hoops, man. Yeah. He's my little Yeah, no, he's I, – I, I see him every time standing behind you just like your shadow. Yeah. Speaking of pucks to Tony Field. Oh, dude, there was one time because we have behind the mic – and I go back and watch some of it to mm-hmm. see how fat I am. And then <laughs> um, also, you know, you can uh, 
evaluate yourself to, you know, on what you're doing well and what you're doing not well. Uh, we did the exact same mannerisms at the exact same time. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. You know, it was an adjustment or, you know, wiping the hair away or, or scratch. I don't know. But we did the exact same thing at the exact same time. One of the most mesmer- mesmerizing, man, speak. One of the most mesmerizing things in the last couple of years for me is to watch Tiger mm-hmm. and his son. What's his son's name? Can't think of it. Watch them on the golf course. Like, tee off practice range you know it's uncanny how he is the exact same and they do it at the exact same time it's the walk yeah it's everything it's just the way they carry themselves the mannerisms the the, almost down to the fist pump i mean every little detail it's a carbon copy of him it's just like you said i mean just it's like brooks and dave We do look a lot alike, though. He absolutely refuses to admit to it. And I'm like, dude, I can bring up my middle school pictures. I looked cooler, but we looked the same. I don't know about that, but no, we're the same. What was, what's the, what was the fashion there for middle school David Collier? Oh, awful clothing. That's I had for a sure. bowl cut at one point. I remember whenever we played football, I didn't own a tie. And whenever I was in middle school and played football, I had no ties. For some reason, we had a bolo tie. And I wore, on Fridays, we had to wear a tie. And I would wear a bolo tie because I had no tie. Bolo collier. Yeah. Didn't own any boots. Didn't own anything. But it it looked absolutely atrocious. I I don't, it was awful clothing. I would wear, you know, because I thought I was a basketball player, so. I probably looked a lot like Jamie Lent did back in the day, trying to look like I was a an athlete. The only thing I remember there was one year where we all wore the same sweater during picture day. We did that whole get up, so I don't remember most of the stuff that I uh but yeah, poorly dressed would be the best way to put me. My best picture day was when I uh got my nose thrashed by a girl. We were playing football in the neighborhood. And I took the opening kickoff, and she knocked me face first into a tree. <laughs> and so on both sides of the nose, it's two huge scabs. I mean, she obliterated me. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. Clearly. And um, her name was Feather. Hey, had a feather as well in high school. Feather Jim. She blasted me into a tree and made me cry and that was a it was a good looking picture in the eighth grade What's feather's last name something like spoonman or something like that had a feather and a heather bean feather and heather i think they were friends you're younger than me yeah feather and heather feather and heather right Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Back here on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. It is the End of the Bench. So we are uh, starting to to make a turn here towards our number three. Just saw a good buddy of mine who uh, used to work in Tulsa sports. Now he's uh, been... uh, 
in Kansas City Mo for uh, quite a few years. His name is Harold Kuntz, and uh, Awful Announcing uh, interviewed him. Usually when you see Awful Announcing in your name, is yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they just interviewed uh, Harold, who's a really good guy. Um, he was asked, how has Mahomes been with the media? And he said he's been pretty much the same person. You can tell when he's frustrated. During Wednesday, sometimes you can tell things aren't going well. He's frustrated. His hair might be a little out of sorts. But he's the same guy who's superstitious. He wears casual clothing for home games and is suited up for the road games. I saw him in the locker room after the Miami game, and he was pretty jovial. He and Chris Jones were talking about college basketball scores, and this is the end of the quote and why I'm reading it. He'll be more than happy to talk to you about Texas Tech all the time. (laughs) I bet, especially right now. Lucas, what's our line here? Give me some... Give me some Viva without the music on um, on the Super Bowl, which is a week from Sunday. We're looking at we're looking at still one, or has it jumped? I would think it'd be like one and a half. Would be my guess right now. Um, Niners, yeah. That just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm with you. It doesn't. It just seems like since they've just getting to this point, that's that's the hard work. Now, I now I tend to. I mean, I love the whole team aspect that the Niners bring, but there. I mean, you're, you're playing against a phenom, and they're actually two phenoms. And uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. And I tend to go with the quarterback matchup here. And God bless Brock Purdy. He's just nowhere near Patrick Mahomes. No. And, but the funny thing is, all of the stuff that he's doing, like, you should realize I'm pretty sure his 4,200-plus yards are the most passing yards in a season. Most passing yards in a season by a uh, San Francisco 49er, which just baffles me. That's it's a different game. I know it's a different game, but still, I mean, you say it's a different game, but they were playing a different game back then too, with Jerry Rice and throwing the football all the time. So that's why I think. Oh yeah, you make I a mean, good point there. It was kind of like uh, my, the Miami Dolphins back then, and I guess a little bit earlier than that, the Chargers. They threw the ball more than everybody else. So I would just think back then, if you were the only one that threw it. To the extent that I just it think about like Troy Aikman, you know, his yeah. his numbers pale yeah, in comparison he, to even yeah, but Dak Prescott's, he also, Tony Romo's. He also had Emmett Smith. Uh, no disrespect to Roger Craig, but uh, Emmett Smith a Roger little bit Craig better than Roger was Craig. About the third best running back on Tech Mobile, wasn't he? Something like that, yeah. Because yeah, you had Bo Dorsett, and I'm pretty sure and Craig. I'm, I think those were the guys you wanted. Like, Bo Jackson was God. Yeah. I think on the Can't first year of Tech Mobile, I'm pretty sure, even though he had retired, I'm pretty sure Walter Payton was on there as well. I think they put him on there. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Maybe I was mixing yeah. up Dorsett and Payton. I'd be taking Walter Payton over everybody except for Bo Jackson. Yeah. But I, I know Roger Craig was on Tech Mobile. Yeah. Um, which is a better He's, video game, RBI Baseball or Tech Mobile? Tech, uh, oh, man. Tech Mobile. I go Tech Mobile there. 
You? You on RBI baseball? I wish right now we could dial up some Tecmo Bowl well, on right, the screen yes. and, and see if you could. I mean, you needed a, a sniper rifle to take out Bo. I mean, yeah, just, it was ridiculous. You just run backwards, run sideways, do everything. Going back to our random basketball player thing from uh, yesterday, Roger Craig's son played for the Red Raiders basketball team at one point. Didn't last, Roderick Craig. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry. Another random basketball random player. Random basketball player that I didn't think of yesterday. Uh, one more thing from Harold Koontz on uh, <clears throat> Chiefs mania. And this specific to Taylor Swift. I was right next to her during the AFC championship ceremony. She has tons of security around. They strictly tell you just video only. Don't try to pull her over for an interview. Viewer, viewership for Chiefs coverage is at an all-time high. If you add Taylor Swift to it or Travis Kelsey, it's even higher. So I'm sure their ratings are pretty darn good. Um, having that kind of story and that kind of personality and, again, that kind of phenom in your backyard makes your job a whole lot easier if you're trying to cover it. So, sometimes harder, but you know what I'm saying? Like people are going to people are going to seek out yeah what? your coverage your yeah. coverage yeah it's not if the team struggled you know it, it's funny because how that affects us our television stations owned by the same one that Harold works at a few years back the company decided hey let's do a weekly big 12 basketball show and it was based in Kansas City because that's where the big 12 so it was hey the road to the big 12 tournament type deal so Harold and his sports director did that show well, then all of a sudden, what happened uh, around that time back in uh, 2019, 2020? Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback, and they got really good at football, and they were hosting all of these things. And then it got to the point where, well, now we're in the playoffs, and we're supposed to be doing these shows. Who who in the Next Star family does a weekly basketball show that we can dump it on them? You know who does the weekly basketball show that they could dump? That would be Lubbock, Texas. So Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas, Harold and them were so busy covering Pat, which is totally understandable, that they shifted the uh, the regional Big 12 basketball show to Lubbock, Texas, and me and Eric Kelly got the pleasure of hosting that on a weekly basis. But, uh, yeah, worked with Harold quite a bit, and he has to deal with all of us in West Texas bugging him for press conferences and video on a regular basis. What about John Daly's kid? Does he play barefoot and smoke Marlboro darts out on the course just like Daddy did? Uh, probably. Have well, he's seen, got a, he's got an NIL deal. Have too, you seen right? that kid? Yeah, he's got a case of Miller High Life and some uh, just like him. Marlboros written all over him. Speaking of doppelgangers. Don't be so hard on yourself, hacks like me. You're a big dude. This is what you have to look forward to in 15 years. Yeah, I appreciate that, Stephen. Uh, Charlie Woods was who we were looking for, by the way. Uh, Bullfighter has you as some, um, I don't know, is that emo? What I don't know what world that is. is that? I have no clue. You I, have, have no, I have no problem showing you my senior picture. It, I've got that, well, my hair looks much more kept than that. But it's an awful senior picture, butt cut, you know, some vertically striped. I look uh, like Chris shirt. Isaac in mine. Really? I'd had I would have to take a picture of my picture because there were no digital versions of my picture that yeah. I know of. But 
I look better than that guy. I had. Um, oh, I, Hacks, you look amazing. That's what I said. I look, I look Holy like crap. Chris Isaac. I thought you meant your real one. No, no, no. I hadn't seen that. No, I'm talking about. Bullfighter, what is this, man? <laughs> yeah, I got a guitar. I mean, I'll be really popular with the ladies. The... I did have a camera. I, I did do a yearbook my senior year. Mm-hmm. And part of the goal of me and one of my buddies was just to go take random pictures of us because we were never in any yearbooks, you know, other than the, on the basketball team picture. Uh-huh. So there's a picture of me like looking in a, uh, not a beaker, but, uh-huh. you know, test tube or whatever uh-huh. with a security or safety glasses on in a chemistry lab. <laughs> and we just walked around and took pictures. So there's random pictures of us, us doing stuff all, all in That's the yearbook. Great. <laughs> I was in a long sleeve, blue and white striped shirt with a Bugs Bunny baseball tie. I did not have a tie, but I did have a long sleeve polo, vertical stripes of numerous colors that looked absolutely awful. Yeah, I can find that. I'm sure I can. Much skinnier. Yeah, much. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. We got one more here on 100.7 The Score uh, on the end of the bench. The bottom line is coming up next. Uh, Basically, the entire chat line is one guy answering all of the questions when it comes to the music. Or girl. Or girl. Yep. Which, hey, did a lot better than Hacks. Keith Sweat. I love me some Keith Sweat. Back in the back in them days, um, Tracy Chapman, boys to me, all over it. I know, a little uh, somewhat impressive. How about 1979? I'm gonna help you redeem yourself here. 1979. Who's saying that? Oh well, maybe not. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. John B. The Smashing Pumpkins. (laughs) Time. Time? Time. That's the name of the song. Time. Don't know. Hootie and the Blowfish. This was supposed to help you uh, redeem yourself. Um, Man. During the commercial break, he rattled off like four or five in a row. Just a girl there. Just a girl. No doubt. Thank you. You want to stop there? One more. One more. Old man and me. You've already said it just a second. You didn't actually say it. I said Old it. man and me? Yeah. You didn't listen to these guys, so it didn't help. He was arrested the other day. Hootie? Yep. Hootie and the Hootie Blowfish. Hootie the Blowfish. Unbreak my heart. If you don't it's get this Celine. one, I'm asleep. What? Whitney Houston? Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. Mm. Again. If it makes you happy. <sighs> if it makes you happy. Uh, it, it can't be that bad. Uh, there you go. Uh, she went to Missouri. Uh, Cheryl Crow. There you go. All right. We're we'll done. stop. We're stopping there. <clears throat> Man, that was tough. 1996, a tough year for Haxton. All right. Bench warmers, you all excited about the change to Adidas or do you care? I know Jamie is sad <laughs> about it. I love it. I know 
that politics get involved in all of these decisions. And I know Under Armour did a good job of being a provider. I have nothing against Under Armour except they're no fan of the big man. But um, hopefully Adidas will uh, have some some good stuff for us. I'm not a fan of Adidas uniforms. Never really been a fan of their uniforms. But the fact that Pat is going to have say-so in the uniform, I mean, what has Pat done wrong since he's been in the NFL? Not much. So if he's involved in it and going to be able to put that out there, I think it can only be a good thing. But, yeah, the uniform, I say that. I, I like their shoes. Got them on right now. Benchwarmers, which would you best compete in, an old-school American gladiator NFL skills competition or a 4th of July hot dog eating competition? I would like to think I would be good at the hot dog eating, but I think the buns would slow me down quite a bit. I'm going American gladiator. I'm not, I'm not even going to pretend like I could do anything good in the football realm. But I watched a lot of American Gladiator back in the day. I've watched a lot of football, too. I think I could do the American Gladiator a little bit better. Uh, for me, it'd be NFL skills competition. At least right now. Pat got married. That's what he did wrong. Ha-ha. <laughs> All right, we have like Can't be perfect. 17 requests for the Chili Dog song. Can we help user K-O-R-O-M-N, please, Lucas? Sucking on a chili dog, 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 chili dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on, sucking on chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on chili, sucking on a dog Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on chili dogs There you go, chili dog song, getting you hungry for lunch Just tuned in, are we moving to Adidas? Yes, we are moving to Adidas um, Leading scorer tomorrow for Texas Tech I'm going to go with uh, Chance McMillan Bum ankle and all, or whatever, he's good to go Leading rebounder. Ooh. Hopefully Warren, Warren Washington. He needs to get more rebound. Yeah, and it's going to be tough against all those bigs. But if he's getting, if he's leading that team in rebounding, unless the number is really low, you got to feel pretty good about yourself after that, right? Because they got, they got some bigs, lots of them, a lot more than one. They're long. They only lost to Kansas at Kansas by about four points. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a... Really good time tomorrow, starting at 4 o'clock on the air. 5 o'clock for the tip. David Collier is not like Sir Mix-a-Lot. He doesn't like the buns. I don't like big buns. I cannot lie. Cannot lie. You want another no! one? <laughs> another what? No! I still got the list up here. Uh, breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> Deep blue something. I should have just the stopped. Who? Wonderwall. There. Oasis. All right. 
We'll just shut it down. Right all right. <clears throat> That's another thing the kids are saying all the time now, my son, every time. Dad, can we go get some food? All right. Ooh, Genuine. Can you name Genuine's song? One song? Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, no. Uh, but, uh, Genuine. I'm not, I'm not singing it. My Pony? Well, just Pony, yes. But yeah, there you go, Pony. That's not something I'm going to sing. Come on. No. Karaoke yeah. that one for us. No. Well, I could sing it, but... Yeah. yeah. Perfect perfect radio for lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, got the, I got it, though. You did. I'm trying to find another one. Just, I... That drum beat drop is second only to Phil Collins in the air tonight. If, I was, <laughs> if you were a good DJ, you could mix those two together. Could you imagine that? <laughs> I have Adobe Audition. There you go. Something to do this weekend. <laughs> Trust me. What talking about do? mundane, random stuff to do like that. Just look at the guy here that put uh, some kind of psychedelic color on a basketball court this week. Well, you also uh, were the maestro for the entire video that went viral. Yeah, that's true. I'm proud of that. Oh, man, you should be. You helped me so much. Proud of that. Piece it together, man. Yeah. Again, boredom. Not boredom. I was sitting there watching and well, saw it. I mean, that that was so crazy because, so I basically have to do two broadcasts. I do the one that's going to Jeff City, mm-hmm. and then I set one up that's behind the mic. Yeah. So behind the mic, they're all they're both completely separate platforms. So the internet that they had at West Virginia was dial-up still. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, that wasn't that long ago. I, I know. Um, they had another place that I didn't know about that I could hook into. So I started with the dial-up, and we were able to get it on the air, and then it crashed. So Jamie's doing the sixth inning, and I'm like, "All right, I'm going to take my, I'm going to take my spin around here and try to fix this." I run and get their guy, their engineering guy, come in. We get it set back up. So now, but it's it's my turn to do play-by-play. So now I'm trying to get behind the mic, resurrect it, mm-hmm. and do play-by-play. Well, so it wasn't going out to the places that it normally goes. It was basically crashed, but it was going to one place, Learfield. So Ben Conley, the next day, went back. I said, you got to look for this because it's the only place. It's the only way we make this famous because nobody sees it. They can hear it. Nobody sees it. Yeah. You got to go back and look for me. It's like the next day he said, he sent me an email. He's like, I found it. I think you're going to like it. Oh, it was so phenomenal. The second <laughs> I saw it, once I saw that that was out there, I was like, I'm piecing this all together. Who, who was that bat? Was it Dylan Noisy? No, it was uh, Jace Young. Jace, it was Jace? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. His claim to fame. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and that's it. Thanks for everybody for listening and uh, writing into the chat line. The bottom line is next. Thanks to David Lucas. Have a great weekend, everybody. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.